Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you wanna learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're gonna wanna stick around. Let's get into today's episode. Hey, hey, Hustle Sanely Squad. Welcome back to the show. It is the fourth week of the month, so you know what that means. We get to hang out with a guest today, and uh, I'm really excited because the person that we are hanging out with is extra special because she's actually a Hustle Sanely BFF. Now, before I introduce you, though, I have to tell you, budgeting tips is one of the most requested topics ever for the podcast, and I knew that I needed to bring someone on who could chat with us about budgeting because, listen, I do not handle the budgeting in our household. So let me introduce you to Kathy. Kathy is a full-time chiropractic doctor and a full-time budget coach that has a passion for all things budget planning and organization. From this passion, she created a digital budget planner, which is one of her best-selling items that has earned her five figures alone in 2001 with over 500 five-star reviews on Etsy. Her ultimate goal is to help full-time working women stop worrying about their bank account balance and build and master a budget using a fun budgeting system that has proven to work over and over again. Y'all, this conversation with Kathy is pure gold. It makes creating a budget feel so not scary, so approachable, because let me just be the first to tell you, when it comes to budgeting, I am a little bit intimidated, but Kathy breaks everything down in a way that you are just going to love as a Hustle Sanely babe, because she gives us step-by-step actions to follow to really just do the dang thing when it comes to creating a budget. So, Let's go ahead and chat with Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Thank you so much for coming on the show today and for just being so willing to share your time and energy with us. I have to tell you, this episode topic is one of the most requested topics of all time since I started the podcast almost Going on three years ago, people have been begging for just information on budgeting. So I am so pumped for our conversation and to have you on. Can you start off by telling us just a little bit about yourself? I know it's the hardest question, so we're going to get it out of the way. (laughs) I totally get it. And hey, Jess, I'm a 29-year-old full-time chiropractic doctor. Um, I did university for about eight years to get where I am. Um, I love my career, but here's kind of where I racked up a lot of my student debt. Um, I was working and working, and I wasn't making a dent into my debt because I had no budget plan in place. I had no idea where my money was going. Um, I said, enough was enough. I sat down with myself, and I created a budget plan for every paycheck that I received um, just to uh, make sure that I was paying off my debt in full. And I created some savings goals along the way. So I realized that I love doing this and I wanted to help others do the same. 
Um, so I realized my passion was in budgeting and helping women like me who were stuck in a never ending paycheck cycle, uh, create and master a budget plan that they love without worrying about their account costs. I think, okay, I have, because if you guys don't know, which you probably don't, but Kathy mm-hmm. is actually a Hustle Sanely BFF. So I feel like we kind of already know each other a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> I knew that you were a doctor, a chiropractor, what did you say? Chiropractic doctor. It's a chiropractor. Okay, yes, yes. perfect. Chiropractor. So I knew that. And then when you told me, cause I was looking for somebody who was just an expert in budgeting and you're like, Hey, I'd like to put my name on the radar. And this is months ago. I was like, Oh my gosh, that's so interesting that she is a chiropractor and a budgeting specialist. I was like, that's, those are two very different things, but hearing you say why it makes so much sense. I didn't even put two and two together that because you had to go to school for so long, you racked up so much debt. And so you're like, oh my gosh, this is not working for me. And I love that. That's what kind of prompted you to step into the budgeting space because Uh, most of you listening know my story, but that's what got me into the productivity space is I was just so tired of being burnt out all the time. So I was like, okay, I have to create a lifestyle that I can teach people where they can still go after their big goals, but without sacrificing their mental health and relationships. So I feel like our stories kind of align. Like we were kind of doing our thing. We noticed a problem in our life and then we're like, okay, let's create a solution. So I love that so much. Um, And I kind of want to get into talking about budgets a little bit more. Um, So I want to talk about, let's just start like ground zero. Why is it important Mm -hmm. to have a budget? What are the benefits of having a budget? Oh my gosh, such a loaded question, but um, I'm going to try to kind of make it so that it's more understandable for people that are just starting as well. So without a plan for anything, but without a plan for your money, you have absolutely no control over where your money Mm. is going, right? Um, So you'll most likely not achieve any of your financial goals. You'll quickly lose control of all the money you make, right? And be left wondering, where did my money go? Okay, so instead, when you do have a plan for your money, you're telling your money where to go instead, right? You'll feel more in control when you go out for example, when you know how much you have left to spend, um, and you'll be in a completely much better financial situation overall, right? So um, most people are living in the same paycheck cycle, okay? They're never making a dent in anything, whether it be debt or savings goals or whatever. Um, They make money goals um, and money priorities, but are never able to deliver on them, Mm. right? Um, And sometimes it's just a life without any kind of financial awareness is like you spending money in the dark right? Who wants to be in the dark? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like, for example, once I started tracking all of my expenses on a physical piece of paper, I love pen and paper, um, and highlighting every category in kind of different colors, just so I'm able to see it, I was forced to confront my habits head on. Okay. Um, but when you live in, a, in the dark about where you are financially, you're you're going to repeatedly find yourself stuck in the same spending pattern. Mm-hmm. And Jess, I'm pretty sure you talked about this before, but um, when you kind of write something down on paper, you have to focus on it a hundred percent, right? Writing is not kind of like an act, uh, like an activity your body can do on autopilot. Right, it's not passive. And there's so much yes. science behind what happens when you write something down in your brain. It's incredible. Yes. I know uh, you can't like mentally check out of writing. Right. Right. So writing down your budget manually gets flagged in your brain as something so important. And trust me, um, this information, your money needs to be front and center. 
Right. And I'm so much of what you're saying. I'm like, I know you guys can't see me, but I'm like nodding vigorously because I feel like so much of budgeting really does tie into time management in a sense, because what you're saying is like, you had to map everything out. So it's like, I have to teach all of my clients and students to track all their time. And you're like, I'm highlighting everything, the different categories and different colors. It's kind of like batching Mm -hmm. when it comes to time management. And when you don't know where your time is going, you don't have control over your days because our, obviously our days are made up of time. Right. Um, so it's so similar. So it's just, I'm, I know we're like 10 minutes into the episode, if that, and I am already (laughs) having so many light bulb moments, just kind of making the connection of, Budgeting doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be like this Mm -hmm. big overwhelming thing. It's just you taking ownership of your finances. Just like time management is you taking ownership of how you're spending your time, right? Um, Mm -hmm. So you know that we're all about action steps when it comes to anything in the hustle saintly world. So let's say that someone doesn't have anything in place when it comes to budgeting, like nothing. They are starting from ground zero. What are three action steps that they can take right now to start creating a budget? Like if it, somebody is just like, oh my gosh, the thought of it overwhelms me. I'm terrified. Where, what do I do? Yeah. So that happens to most of us, right? So a budget can take care of us only if it's realistic. Hmm. When we budget unrealistic numbers, uh, we're guessing and guessing is a trap, right? So this will cause us to get discouraged and we won't actually make any progress. Like for example, imagining budget, uh, imagine budgeting $300 for food a month, um, but you actually spend on average about $650, right? So see how that can quickly discourage you into budgeting altogether. Mm-hmm. Right. And this happens to most of us, right? Because we don't know our real numbers. And the steps I'm going to provide you are going to force you to look at your real raw numbers and create your budget from there. Okay. So I like three. I always like lists of three. Same. (laughs) (laughs) So my three steps. Okay. I'm going to start with step one is track and uh, track your spending and create spending categories. Okay. So the first step is to bring awareness into your financial life uh, to see where your money is going right now. Mm. Okay. So, and the best way to see where your money is going is to track and categorize it. Totally. It it comes back in a loop. Yeah. And I want to say really quickly, not to cut you off, but whenever you're mentioning tracking, I know when it comes to when I'm teaching people how to make a schedule. And that's the first step too, is like, you have to track what you're, how you're currently spending your time and you have to be honest about it. You have to be realistic. Like how much time are you spending scrolling on TikTok? How much time are you spending, you know, with your family? Like you have to be honest in order to create the changes that you want to create. Right. And I feel like people get so overwhelmed because, um, I was talking with a student of mine last week and she's like, what am I supposed to do? I feel like I'm failing at tracking my time. And I was like, here's the thing. It's not a pass or a fail situation. It's a neutral activity. You're just gathering data. And so Mm -hmm. I just want to encourage the listeners to like, don't be overwhelmed by tracking your spending. It's not like you're doing it right or you're doing it wrong. You're either doing it or you're not doing it. It's a neutral Mm -hmm. activity. Kind of remove the emotions, if you will, out of it, because I feel like when you kind of plug your emotions into gathering the data, it just gets, that's when it becomes overwhelming, in my opinion. And money is emotional. It's emotional spending at the end of the day too, right? So yes, it is. It's tough, but let's just not make it tough. Um, Don't think of it as, oh, it's going to be so painful. You're going to end up feeling quite proud that you even did this, Mm -hmm. right? And you're taking ownership of your finances. That's a big deal, like a huge deal. 
Yes. And we don't learn this in school. And that's why it's so frustrating. It's like, we don't know how to deal with our money. Mm-hmm. And it's such a big problem. But anyways, um, what, uh, like, how are you going to do this, right? How are you going to kind of track your spending, categorize that? So continuing on with step one, um, we want to gather up all the receipts and bank statements. Okay, so when you're starting, it's best for you to track two to three months of um, your expenses in okay. general. Good to okay. know. I, I like the number three. So let's try to go back three months. Okay, we want to include everywhere there's money movement, including all credit card, debit and cash spending. Got it. Okay, so we're going to print out all these bank statements. This is kind of like keeping, um, just an analogy here, a food journal of uh, when you're trying to identify maybe a food allergy mm. or any other health I love condition. that analogy. That makes a lot yeah. of sense. Yeah. And I like that you do three months because it's a whole quarter of spending. So you can kind of see exactly. like if there are things that just so happen to pop up quarterly that it'll be reflected in the data that you've gathered. 100%. And then um, I like I know it can be a little bit overwhelming to write everything down um, when you eat, for example, right? But sometimes seeing it on paper is the only way to fully grasp mm-hmm. what's happening. Um, but once you have all your transactions in front of you, you're going to organize them. Okay, so I love organizing. Yes. And I'm, I'm sure your <laughs> listeners do too. <laughs> so we want to determine uh, budget categories. Okay, so these are groups of expenses. So some of the budget categories might be food, gas or transportation, or both. Uh, coffee is one of mine. Same, yes. <laughs> exactly. And household expenses could be another one. Uh, clothing, pets, mm-hmm. etc. Okay. Perfect. So these are just a few, but chances are you'll have many. And some of your categories are going to be unique to you. Okay. Um, to help me identify budget categories, I break out the highlighters. I have midliner highlighters I don't know if you guys know about this I'm Canadian by the way so uh, I don't know if you guys have midliners I think you do but they're sold on Amazon Mm -hmm. we love (laughs) a good highlighter let me tell you (laughs) I know I know um yeah so I break out the highlighters I'm a visual learner so I get motivated in my budgeting when I see it laid out in color so and like I said I think your listeners will agree with me here um as I look over my purchases I start grouping them by color For example, all gas transactions are highlighted in purple. All food uh, purchases are highlighted in red. My coffee are brown and et cetera. Mm -hmm. I love that you have coffee as one of your categories because I feel like as someone who, which I guess I should have started off with this, I'm not like super involved in our budget. My husband does most of it. I was telling Kathy before we started recording, like I'm aware of how much money is like coming in versus going out. And that's kind of, you know, (laughs) as deep as I get. Um, But I just, I think it's so... I don't know. It makes it less scary budgeting, knowing that you're allowed to budget in things that you enjoy. Like when I think, I think in the past, the reason I was always kind of intimidated by budgeting is because I was like, oh my gosh, that means I can't do anything fun. Like that means that it's just like gas, groceries, mortgage, like the insurance, you know, like the kind of necessities mm-hmm. of life. But I exactly. think that budgeting can kind of give you more freedom to incorporate those, you know, fun slash extra things because you see how much 
I guess, extra you have left over to dedicate to that stuff. So you're not kind of questioning every time you swipe your card or pay for a cup Mm -hmm. of coffee. You're not like, oh my gosh, like, do I actually have enough money for this in the bank? Like, you're like, oh, I know that this is built into my budget. So then you can get your little latte. You can enjoy it. It just makes it a better experience. So I'm just really glad that you use that as an example that you have getting coffee in your budget. Yeah. And then fun can even be a category, mm-hmm. fun or entertainment, right? I highlight that one in green. So it's kind of up to you how you want to have these categories set right. out based off of your lifestyle, right? Like I said, you want to make this fun. You don't want to make this stressful. So these are your real numbers. You're facing fact, mm-hmm. right? Um, but yeah, so what, what happens is once all the transactions are highlighted in different colors, I add up all the pink transactions, all the red transactions, et cetera. Okay, then I take the sum of each color to see how much I'm spending in each category. Got it. Okay. And this is what we're doing when we're first starting off, just because we kind of want to see those numbers for those three months. Okay, Mm -hmm. you're seeing your real numbers, but um, we want to get the most accurate number possible. So once you get that number, we want to divide it by the amount of months that you tracked to get the average number per category. Got it. I know it's confusing. So I'm gonna bring out the example here. Okay. (laughs) You're explaining so, it well. I'm following and I'm a visual okay, person okay. and I don't have any visual aids right now, but I'm still tracking with you. So you're good. You're good. <laughs> I am going to give an example just in case because yeah, I get it. super confused too. So I um, say, for example, you track the last three months of soup. Okay. And that was $1,200 for three months, which is pretty accurate. Um, you want to divide that total number by three to see on average how much you're spending on food per month. Okay. And once you do 1200 divided by three, that gives you $400 on average in food per month. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you're going to do that for every single category. Okay. Perfect. Okay? Got it. Right away. You can see that it's going to take some time, but this is kind of the most time consuming part. And it's so important because mm-hmm. it's creating okay? the foundation for your budget essentially. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then, so that's step one. We're tracking and categorizing our spending. Okay. I know it was a lot, but Hopefully that was the longest part. <laughs> uh, step two is we're going to put it on a budget calendar. Okay. I love so where this is going budget- already. Talk about oh, yeah, a calendar. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a budget calendar is kind of just going to be like your regular calendar, but with the single purpose of keeping track of your finances. Okay. We want to first start with a fresh calendar and your income. Y'all can even use the peacefully productive. Yeah, I love it. I got the plug there in in for (laughs) you. But um, on this fresh calendar, I want you to write down the amount you will be paid on the day your money hits your bank account. Um, I like to write payday in big letters on that day. Um, But if you have variable income, like it fluctuates month to month, I recommend. I'm glad you're asking this. Yeah. It's, it's an FAQ I have, like everybody always asks, I don't have the same amount every single paycheck and that's okay. We want to um, budget according to the worst case scenario, meaning the least possible amount that you think is going to come in. Okay. Makes sense. Okay. All right. And then next we're going to record the money going out. So we're going to put all your bills on the day that they're due on your budget calendar. Okay. So we're going to put a little box right next to the bill. Um, and then once it's paid, we like to check it off. Okay. Yeah. I love the cute check boxes. Don't we all, we all love to just check <laughs> things off. <Yes>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then we want to look at our spending categories that we've identified in the first step and then add them to the calendar as well. So we know how much we're going to spend essentially on those categories mm-hmm. for that month. Okay. 
Um, in order to prepare for real life, all of these kinds of expenses belong on your calendar. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's step two. Put it all on your calendar. All right, last step. You guys can all do that one because I know you have a calendar <laughs> if you're listening to this show. So no excuses for step number no excuses. two. <laughs> no excuses. And then step three is budget by paycheck. So this is where the highlighters come in handy. Um, it's also a million times easier to see. Mm-hmm. Um, so here's what I want us to do, right? Let's say we get paid bi-weekly on the 6th and the 20th of every single month. Okay, so all of the expenses that you pay with your paycheck on the 6th, we want to highlight in purple or whatever highlighter color. I'm just using purple as an example, right? And then all the expenses that you pay with your paycheck on the 20th, we're going to highlight in green. Okay, so by using these colors, you'll be able to quickly see which expenses you're going to need to pay with Mm -hmm. which paycheck. I love that. You're going to do a little bit of math. Too, right. So as you start to compare your spending habits with your real life, it's likely you're going to find that you're spending more than you make. Right. Okay. And that's okay. That's normal. Um, this is kind of that financial awareness that we're trying to mm-hmm. gain over here. Okay. Um, you're going to do some quick math and you're going to find that it's not adding up. Uh, your income isn't going to be covering what you're currently spending. Okay. And right now we're just facing the reality of just how much is coming in versus how much your lifestyle actually costs. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because this is where you're going to tweak and perfect your budget. Okay. So this calendar is going to help you make a habit of organizing all your money in one spot. It's one thing that you got to do. Okay. When the bills are getting paid on time, money is going into your savings and your debt is increasing. It's encouraging. Like you're going to want to keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like eating healthy too, right? When you when you start to see the results, it motivates you to make adjustments. Totally. Keep going. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And you're tweaking and perfecting your eating habits based off of your results as well. Same mm-hmm. idea mm-hmm. with budgeting. Okay. And that's the third step, budgeting by paycheck. Perfect. Um, just to add a helpful tip here, um, you definitely want to make it a like a habit to revisit your calendar often. I know you do this. <laughs> yes. Well, that's actually the next question that I wanted to ask yes. you is, do you have any budgeting routines that help you stay on track with your budget? That would be helpful to someone who's new to budgeting. Okay. So let's say that they just created, they did this three month tracking. They got everything figured out. Um, like what do they do next? Like how can they make sure that they kind of stay on track once they've made all their tweaks, they figured mm-hmm. out like, okay, this is how much I can actually spend on this category based on how much I make. Okay. Let's say they get a raise. Let's say, you know what I mean? Like yeah. life changes, things happen. So what are some routines that they can kind of plug into their life to help them stay on track? So I know the Hustle Fitness Club loves routines. So I'm yes. going to quickly run you through <laughs> some daily, weekly, and monthly re- budget routines Perfect. that you can kind of implement into your life. Um, so for the daily budgeting routine, it's going to take you 15 minutes, probably even shorter than that. I've kind of um, downed it to about five to 10 minutes. I was going to say, the more you um, do it, you probably just get quicker yeah. at it, just like anything else. Yeah. 100%. So first I review my budget calendar to see what's happening today. Right. And I'm sure you guys do that already. You check your calendar. You want to see what's going on, but I uh, check to see my bills, um, appointments or events that are happening on that calendar. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or on that day. Um, the next thing I do is check all bank accounts with money movement to make sure first there's no suspicious, uh, mm-hmm. transactions. And second, that the bills are actually clearing my account. Right. Okay. And then as the bills uh, start to clear my account, I check it off on my calendar using those check boxes. So I know which ones I have left to pay. Got it. Okay. 
So that's my daily. My weekly budget routine happens on Sundays. It can happen any day of the week. Um, but I go through my receipts and transactions for the entire week, and I update my expense tracker by highlighting each transaction according to its category. So I do that once a week. And then on Sundays, we obviously plan our week ahead. Yeah, I was going to say that's what we <laughs> teach in Hustle Sanely is to have a yeah. weekly prep meeting is what I call it, just to kind of get yourself ready for the following week so you know where you're spending your time and energy. This is something I feel like that you can just tack on to that. I feel like yes. tacking on like your budgeting. And then I also mm-hmm. always encourage people encourage people to tack on like meal planning and meal prep. I feel like those three things, like prepping your time, prepping your food and prepping your finances for the week, like if you do, that's like the trifecta for like a solid weekly prep meeting. Yeah. So I love that. That's awesome. And then lastly, for your monthly budget routine, um, I close out my budget. So it's just like closing out your month, so closing out your budget. Um, I add up each category, like we talked about in step one, uh, just to see how much I spent. And I ask myself if I stayed within budget. Okay. Um, I do a budget reflection too. So I look at if last month's uh, money goals were achieved and what money regrets I have. Ooh, I like that question because I feel like it gives you an opportunity instead of harboring like guilt, you can get it out and process it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And then uh, I plan for the new budgeting month too. So I kind of set one to three money goals every single month. Okay. Um, And then for my last monthly goal, I start next month's budget calendar as well. And that's it. It seems very doable. Like it doesn't seem intimidating the way that you broke everything down. So I am so grateful because I was kind of terrified going into this conversation because I was like, (laughs) oh my gosh, I know nothing about budgeting, but I really do feel like this was kind of like budgeting 101. I feel like you Mm -hmm. kind of just gave us like the rundown, the framework, like it's very digestible. So I do have to ask this question and I'm sure you get asked all the time, what do you do when you do that monthly reflection? You sit down, you look at your goals. What do you do when you go off track from your budget? Like, how do you handle that? So like, you know what? It's going to happen. I give myself grace. It's happened a couple of times, but honestly, you got to give yourself some grace. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to have good months, right? And sometimes you're going to have bad months, especially totally. when you first start. Um, it took me three to four months to perfect my budget. And to be honest, I still find myself tweaking and adjusting right. it. That's the same with the schedule. I feel like it takes yeah. you a little while to get it nailed down. And even when you have it nailed down, I'm still constantly tweaking because things happen. Life changes, like little shifts in life happen. And you have to kind of make those shifts in areas of your life, like your schedule, your budget, those kinds of things. Exactly. Just yeah. accept that you messed up this week or for the month and just move forward. Honestly. A new month is going to come. It always does. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. Well, Kathy, do you have any more tips and advice that you kind of want to throw out there for the Hustle Sanely community when it comes to creating a budget, any encouragement, anything like that? Just start. Like, it's scary at first. Just go ahead, start printing out those um, bank statements and just go through with, with your highlighter. Just sit at the kitchen table and just highlight these categories and your expenses and just get that real number just so that you can start. Yeah. It's so important. And if it feels overwhelming to do it all at once, don't do it all at once. Print out your bank statements and choose one category that you want to look for that day, whether it's food Food. or gas. Yeah. You think food is the best one to start with? Yes. Start with food. Yes. Just because we all eat. Yes. <laughs> totally. So there we you go. To if you guys are looking for like a ground zero place to start, 
do that. And then I feel like once you do the food category, you're going to build momentum and you're going to get more confident when it comes to looking at your numbers. Um, so I think that is great advice. Um, and then I kind of want to wrap up with some rapid fire questions. I, I usually do these at the beginning, but we just got like on it when it came to talking <laughs> yeah. about budgeting. Um, but I want our listeners just to be able to get to know you a little bit better. So they know who they're learning from, who they're taking advice from. Um, so if you don't mind sharing with us, what book are you currently reading or podcast or are you currently loving, or you can share both if you want. So I'm obviously, I'm only listening to your podcast, to be honest with you, because oh, my honored. commute, my commute <laughs> to work is like 25 minutes and I only have that 25 minutes. So I just, that's like the perfect amount of time for exactly. the podcast too. I love it. <laughs> it's not too short, not too long. It's perfect. But awesome. um, I do want to, I wanted to mention that I'm getting married next year. So what I'm doing right now, I know it's not a book or podcast, but my favorite thing to watch is YouTube, uh, like wedding blogs. Oh, I'm perfect. With them. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's, and I'm, I am reading books and things, but I'm watching a lot of blogs. And yeah. I love that you're doing that for this season in your life. Cause you're about to get married. Yeah. Such an exciting time. And uh, I have never looked at wedding content on YouTube, but I can only imagine that there is so much. Um, oh so I goodness. think that's so fun. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> so can you share with us the details of what your morning routine looks like in this season? I'm sure that part of it is looking at your um, your budget for the day? Yes. So obviously the first thing I do is my 15 minute daily budgeting routine. Mm -hmm. um, I then make a cup of coffee in my favorite mug of the day, <laughs> obviously. <Love it. laughs> and then I watch some, yeah. And then I just watch some YouTube until my coffee is done. Um, I like to take my time. So I try to just drink coffee for a while. <laughs> I am a fellow slow morning lover over here. I wake uh, up at 5.30 just so that I can drag out my mornings like as much as I want to. So I love that. <laughs> I'm a late, uh, late out. I like to sleep in. Yeah. So 5.30 is a little bit early for yeah. me. But, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I also go to bed at like 10 p.m. Like a granny. Okay. So, you know, it, enough, it balances yeah. out. It balances out. <laughs> yeah. Once the clock hits past, like, I would say 4.30 or 5 p.m., there's just nothing left in my tank. I'm like, man, like I cannot focus on anything. I cannot be a productive human. So I just got to chill. So I've leaned into that. You know, I'm like, it's okay <laughs> if I wake up at 530 in the morning, cause I'm going to bed at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. So Kathy, this is a fun one. What is one product that you are obsessed with right now? So it can be this is hard. I know, this I know, because it's broad, I know. And you can choose more than one if it's really hard okay. to narrow down. We'll let you, we'll let you. <laughs> okay, I'll give you two things here. I love mugs, first of all, so I brought my mug to show you. I know they're not going to be able to see it, but... Hey, that's okay. Oh, a... it's the Ray Dunn bride-to-be. <laughs> yes, I had so many Ray Dunn mugs when I was a teacher because a lot of students would gift them, and mm -hmm. the collection got to be out of control. My husband was like, Jess, we don't have room in our house for all these coffee mugs. So seeing <laughs> that up on the camera just brought back all those memories. <laughs> I love mugs. It's really bad. But my second one is I have this gigantic water bottle oh, yeah. that has all the times on there um, to finish my water and I should be caught up here. I, I'm actually past 1 p.m. So we're good. We're good. I was going to say, you're, you're right on track. <laughs> How much does that hold? I don't know. It doesn't say. It but looks I think like a like, gallon. It looks like so much water. It's like 
bigger than my head. It's like two of her head, you guys. It's a huge water bottle. <laughs> Did you get it on Amazon? Um, I got it from, we have a winner's here in Canada. I don't think you guys have that, but yes, it's kind of like a Target okay, or like a cool. Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that they're both cup related. So you have your coffee mug and then your giant water bottle because you got to stay hydrated after all that caffeine. I'm here for it. (laughs) Um, And then last question, which is my favorite one to ask because it's very Hustle Stanley-esque. What is your favorite way to rest? So ironically, I actually like to go for walks. I know it's not really resting, but it's resting my mind. No, that totally counts. I think that there, because I'm the same way. I'm a very active Mm -hmm. rester. I think because I sit a lot for work, I'm in front of a computer. So I like to do the same thing. I love being outside for fresh air and just kind of moving my body to rest. So we're on the Mm -hmm. same page. Mm-hmm. And then I also, to physically rest, I like plopping my booty on the couch mm-hmm. with the coziest blanket and just watching Netflix and just kind of like relaxing my yeah. mind too, not thinking about work. Mm-hmm. And I'm obsessed with inventing Anna on Netflix. Oh my gosh. So good. My husband, <laughs> my best so friend good. and I watched it a couple weeks ago and we binged it in like a day and a half. It was mm-hmm. wild. And I found myself, like I woke up the next day after we finished it and I was like, dang, I kind of miss watching Anna. Like, what is she up to? What's going on? Like, I wanted more. (laughs) And then um, I don't know if you've heard of Book of the Month, but it's like a, Mm. okay, you've heard of it. It's like a book subscription for those of you who are listening where you get to choose a book every month and it's delivered, blah, blah, blah. There is a book in Book of the Month called My Friend Anna. It's like an add-on option and it's written by the real Rachel. So not the girl who played Rachel in the show, but the actual Rachel in real life. Yeah. She wrote a book about the experience. Oh my and I'm God. like, I'm like borderline wanting to buy it. I'm like, do I want to take this farther and read this book? It doesn't have the <laughs> best reviews, but I'm like, part of me doesn't care because I just want to know what is in this book. So I'm so glad yeah. you brought that show up. It's one of our favorites. It was so oh, good. I love Anna. I yeah. think she's like a celebrity now. <laughs> I know she is. I'm like, she got what she wanted. Now she's famous. That's like what she was seeking, right? <laughs> You got her money. There you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Well, Kathy, thank you so much again for hanging out with us today and just sharing your expertise. And I'm so grateful that you were able to explain budgeting to us in a way that is digestible and not overwhelming and approachable. So thank you so much. Where can the Hustle Sanely Squad go to learn more about you and all that you have to offer? So I'm on Instagram at Budget Doctor. Um, I also have a digital budget planner that I'm currently selling through Etsy. It's my bestseller. We'll put the Um, link for that in the show notes too. So if you guys want to go check it out, if you're a digital planning kind of gal, it's probably going to be something that you want to add to your cart. Perfect. And then my Instagram highlights has plenty of visualizations on how I budget. So if your listeners are interested in that, um, I do have good news. So um, your listeners will actually get 15% off with code hustle sanely, all caps, no spaces. Beautiful. Um, we'll put that in the show so notes can, too, so you guys don't forget about it. Yes. And then you can find this on my Instagram. You just click the link in my bio um, and click digital budget planner or manually just search budget planner on Etsy and you'll find it there. Awesome. Well, Kathy, thank you so much again. This was such a good conversation. Thanks, Jess. It was great. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. 
make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.